welcome to the Growing Hope podcast. Growing Hope is a charity providing free therapy for children and young people with additional needs in partnership with local churches across the UK. Growing Hope aims to grow hope for children, hope for families and hope in Jesus. This podcast provides short and easy to listen to practical tips for parents and carers supporting children and young people with additional needs. It's hosted by Dr. Naomi Graham, children's occupational therapist and founder and CEO of Growing Hope. Hi, I'm Naomi. Today we're going to think about mark making and writing development. I remember when I first was looking into doing occupational therapy as a degree and as something that I wanted to do with my career, I spent some time each week as a sixth form student, so I must have been uh, 17, 18, going and spending an afternoon with an occupational therapist in a school to get some work experience and I remember one of the first times I'd met her I'd spent the afternoon with her I'd really enjoyed it and I was enjoying learning and then at the end of the session I went and signed out uh, the exit to the school signed my name out and she said oh that's your pencil grip gosh well that will change when you become an OT and at at that time I wasn't really sure what she was talking about but I basically have an interesting grasp of my pencil I you know was the kind of child who had achy hands when I was writing at school and I actually remember being given a pencil grip in year two and it didn't really make a big difference for me so I still sometimes use a thumb wrap which helps me to write a bit more stably and it's also fine because it's perfectly functional and I can write very easily with that thumb wrap grip but I also now can use a tripod grip and the grasp that we often try and encourage children to use with three fingers um, so that I can show them what I mean. But again what we're going to do today is use some different questions and answers so that we can talk through how to support our children with their mark making and writing development. So the first question is, how do I start my child with mark making? Well, the first thing about mark making is that our children have to be interested in it. So initially, we need to make sure that our child has developed an interest in kind of cause and effect types of interaction where they do something and it has an impact on something else. If they haven't yet got to that level, then mark making might need to wait for a little bit. Once they start seeing how what they do has an impact on something, then you can start with mark making. You can do all sorts of things with messy play. So I use messy play an awful lot when I'm developing or helping children to develop their mark making and writing skills. Messy play can be with things like shaving foam, cornflower and water, paint, Uh, any kind of different texture you can think of. You can soak some couscous in just cold water overnight, drawing couscous, that kind of thing. One of the things you could do is incorporate messy play into bath time. So if your child has a bath every night, you can use shaving foam or baby lotion on the side of the bath and practice doing some mark making and drawing using that. 
And the really the key thing with mark making is just starting to explore the way that a pencil or a pen or, or your finger in different messy play textures makes marks on the paper. The first shapes that we learn to draw, which are kind of foundational to the way that we develop our writing skills, are a vertical line, a horizontal line and a circle. So they're the kind of shapes that I would suggest starting with as you start to support your child's writing. Another question I often get asked is what is the best grip and how do we achieve it? So I mentioned it at the beginning, but the kind of grasp that we're heading towards as our children develop their writing skills is a dynamic tripod grasp. Now, that's a lot of terms there for you. The idea of it is that dynamic, meaning it moves, so you move your fingers rather than keeping them really dead still and tripod just meaning three so it's a three finger grasp where you pinch your pencil between your thumb pad and your index finger pad and your third finger your middle finger um, is underneath your pencil and your pencil can rest upon it but one of the things about hand grasps is that we develop this kind of naturally. You'll see your child when they first start to pick up pencils and pens, they hold it with their whole hand. They might then move to holding it at the top of the pen or the pencil with, a, with maybe four fingers. And then you slowly, gradually get to the point where it's easier to hold it just with three fingers. It's very hard to learn to hold our pencil it's quite a complex skill writing it involves lots of different things so we shouldn't expect our children to just suddenly be able to pick up a pen and use it as we would expect them to different things like playing with small broken pieces of chalk which you can only use three fingers to hold uh, or drawing with different you know smaller crayons or drawing in messy play and trying to see if your child can use their pointy finger so isolate that index finger that pointy finger and put all of the rest of their fingers in their hands and that's the kind of skill that you can develop just by doing things like reading stories and pointing the different pictures in stories by developing that ability to isolate that index finger, so being able to move that index pointy finger all by itself, you're starting to develop children's skills to develop that dynamic ability to move their fingers in their hands. And that all helps with being able to do handwriting. If your child is struggling with their pencil grip and they're a bit older, there are different pencil grasps and grips out there which are really helpful for helping your child get back to that tripod kind of grasp. It's important to note here that if your child is able to write um, effectively and smoothly and their grip isn't the you know kind of expected tripod, that's okay as long as they're able to write effectively then that's completely fine we only want to try and change a grip where it's causing a problem for a child so maybe their hands are aching or it takes a very long time to write or it's difficult for them to write fluently any of those kind of things so the grips that can be helpful are grips such as the cross guard ultra grip that has like a special kind of hood over the top of it and it helps children stop to wrap their thumbs or their fingers around the top of the pencil and um, which is often a way of children trying to get a bit more stability as they're doing their writing so that can be a really helpful grip 
There's also grips like the claw grip and um, that one you actually have like three little holes that you put your fingers in so it definitely keeps your fingers you know keeps you just using three fingers to hold your pencil but it can be quite difficult to get used to that one. The other thing to note about grips is that it often takes a while to get used to. Children might find it harder to use the grip initially and then as they start to develop their skill they're able to use it more easily. So another question I get asked is what if my child's hands ache? Well if the, your children's hands ache normally that is because they're either pushing too hard on their page or gripping their pencil too tightly they might be holding their shoulder really tightly if you watch their shoulders as they write and that can be an indication of slightly underlying kind of uh, lack of stability or just the fact that they maybe have slightly weaker shoulder stability or they have hypermobility so they might have really flexible hands which means that they have to hold their pencil tightly to try and stabilize their joints and often that's completely subconscious children don't necessarily realize that they're holding everything really tightly when they're doing their writing to get a bit more control so what you want to do is try and help children develop strategies that help reduce the pressure they place on the page and on their pencil things like sticking a piece of paper to the wall and trying doing some writing when you're standing up that can help reduce pressure you can also use a self-propelling pencil so the pencils where the lead comes out the end um, and put the lead out a little bit and see if your child can write a sentence without the lead snapping. That can be a good game to play. So how can parents help their children when they can't seem to form their letters correctly? Well, we've already talked a bit about messy play. Messy play is something I really turn to here because it enables what we call a multi-sensory learning approach. So being able to write a letter with a pencil is one thing, but if we if we try to write it in a different texture, such as sand or shaving foam, cornflower water, etc., as well as seeing the shape we're trying to write, we're able to feel it, and that gives our brain more diff more opportunities to really learn that formation and get it stuck in our head. So thinking about that as an approach to practicing letters and then really practicing, enabling your child to use strategies such as I'm sure their school will have lots of ideas with their phonics and with their letter formations in terms of how they develop different letters. They might have particular rhymes that they use or phrases that they use as they form the letters like round the apple and down the leaf for an apple. Also, you can think about families of letters. So I often talk to children about curly cut letters. So letters that start with a curly cut shape. So that's letters like A, like O, G, D, Q. They all start with a shape where I form a curly cut and then I continue my shape to help me make my letter. And that can really help children who have directional confusion to start to really get those letters consolidated in their heads. 
the last question I have here, well, I have two more questions. One is about when writing feels clunky and poorly spaced. There are lots of different strategies that help children with developing their fluency of writing. There's a good program available as a book called the Speed Up Program for Handwriting that can really help children develop their fluency. Doing lots of handwriting pattern practice and also practicing when you can't see what your hands are doing can help children with developing their fluency. Thinking about rhythm, so sometimes trying to write to a rhythm can help children with that fluency. And in terms of spacing, there are strategies such as sky, grass, soil, which is a particular type of paper where you try and get the body of all your letters to stay in the grass and letters with tails go into the soil, letters with hats go into the sky. And that's the kind of thing that you would be able to find online if you Googled it. But the idea is that you that helps children to start to space out their letters more easily. Also, some children start to kind of write in a slanted way across the page. A really simple solution to that is having stop and go margins like a traffic light system. So drawing a red line down one side of the page and a green line down the other side of the page so green for go, red for stop. So green is on the left, red is on the right. And it helps children to know where they start and where they stop on every single line on their page. The last thing that I had to think about was what about typing? I often get asked about typing. I think typing is a really brilliant skill. My mum encouraged me to learn typing as a child and I learned it with a computer programme and it has served me so well. I'm now able to touch type and it saves me a lot of time when I'm doing my work. I'd really recommend programmes such as English Type Junior, which really helps children to know whether they're accurate or not. The key thing with learning touch typing is making sure that you're trying to learn it right from the beginning so that it becomes a muscle memory thing rather than um, something where you have to look. So I often encourage children to learn by placing a scarf or a t-shirt over their fingers so they really have to get their brain working as they learn their typing. And that can be a really important skill, particularly for children who find handwriting difficult. Um, when they get to the point where they can type more effectively than they can handwrite, then that can serve well within examinations, for example, if you talk to an occupational therapist about special considerations for that. So hopefully there have been some helpful ideas and things for you to try there. Make sure that you step in at the level that your child is at to help them develop their writing skills. Practicing daily for a short amount of time so it's not too stressful for you or your child will help it become much easier. Thank you for listening to the Growing Hope podcast. To find out more about Growing Hope, or to sign up to our monthly newsletter, go to our website, growinghope.org.uk.